Hey guys, it's your girl Tiffany back on the winner's circle. Uh, thank you guys for joining me again. I really appreciate it. So last week we talked about the challenges first episode and this week we're also going to get into the challenge episode too. So my Monday show, I will cover the challenge and the Big Brother live feed coverage. And then Wednesday, it'll just be live feed coverage. So um, remember, share, like, subscribe, and comment below. Thank you so much. And all feedback is good for me. You know, I need to know what your listeners are feeling. If you're feeling me, let me know. If you're not, let me know too. Um, I might listen to you. I might not. But it's always good to know how you feel, honestly. Um, again, so as you guys know, this last episode of the challenge, Oh Say Can You See Tiffany? <laughs> Your girl Tiffany was eliminated. Um, I I didn't have the legs to give it what it had. Now I told TJ, I said, TJ, I don't have the legs. He said, you don't have the lungs. But the most important thing is, how the heck did I get there? Now I watched it. I saw it. Seems as if some of my friends kind of threw me in. And you know, it is a game, and you do have to play the game that's best for you. So if I'm not good for somebody's game, whether we're friends or not, you got to do what you got to do what's best for your game. We saw Alyssa fighting to stay and much respect to that. She put in the work. She knew she was the target to go in. She put in the work, had the conversation, said what needed to be said and done, and she remained safe that week. Um, then you saw Xavier say to Tyson, hey, um, I got your back if you want to put in Tiff. And Honestly, because I know outside of the game, we all have relationships. Xavier has a tight relationship with Alyssa. He's got a relationship with me. We're like brother and sister. But at the end of the day, if he felt that he needs to roll with his friend, not a problem. Um, if it was Kai and X and I had to choose somebody that had to go in, I'm probably going to say throw in X. So it's no beef between me and him with his decision to do that. Plus, I kind of knew I was going in because anytime X comes and like sits and has a conversation that's longer than five minutes with you, especially if it's me, then I know I'm in trouble. I remember on Big Brother when I was thinking I might have had a chance to stay, X came and sat in my bed and talked to me for like an hour. And that's how I just knew I was safe. I said, he finally came to the light. He realizes that I am best to keep here, that he's going to work with me. And that's why he's spending this time with me to let me know that he wants to keep me here. And he said, I am leaning towards Hannah. So when X came and sat next to me for 35 to 45 minutes on the couch, the night of elimination on the challenge, I should have known, girl, this is his way of spending time with you because he knows you in trouble. Okay, so X came and sat next to me and talked to me the whole time before it was time for elimination. And I had no indication. It didn't even dawn on me that that's his guilt. <laughs> So I know that um, I should be preparing to go into elimination, but it's all good. There's no there's there's no hard feelings. I honestly don't have hard feelings against anyone. I wish everyone success. If people want to align with me and they want to attach their name to mine to bring them whatever attention they're looking for go right ahead. There's enough love and light radiating off of me for everyone to get some. I, however, just won't participate in that. So anyway, who better to have tell you 
how I ended up in elimination than the person who made the decision themselves, the queen, Justine. I've got Justine coming in, guys, and here's our interview. Hi, Justine. Hi. How are Hi, you? Hi, Tiff. Oh my God. I'm good. I'm so uh, how are you? I am I'm wonderful. I got you here to join me. I know you are a busy lady as business women are busy. <laughs> okay, that's what we do. Um, I said, I'm just busy going outside. (laughs) Loving. Get me outdoors. We can go outdoors. You're at home. You're in L.A.? Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. I'm going to come I hear you're coming. I'm so excited. I'm coming to play with you, girl. (laughs) Yeah, as we should. It's been a minute. So so let's get into it, girl. We just saw the episode two of The Challenge. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you mm-hmm. and Tyson rocked that challenge. We got paired up with this algorithm and you got paired with Tyson. Were you expecting that? I, well, of course not. Of course not. Especially because of everything that just happened with him and Angela sending Sally home. I was like, this is awkward. Um, but I also know Tyson's a beast. So I was like, okay, this is also a very good thing because I'm here to play. I'm here to win this. So hopefully win this. So I was like, you know what? Tyson's the best person to do this with. So it's, it sucked at the time, but I was like, okay, no, this is, this could also be a good thing. No. And that was very big of you. Like I, we, I definitely figure like, oh, that's gotta be uncomfortable for her to work with Tyson. And he just sent her best friend home, but you never let that show. And obviously you two worked well together. So you were able to set your (laughs) personal thoughts about him sending home your best friend over, you know, you're able to set those aside and put your game ahead and work together. Obviously it worked, right? Now why'd you laugh? (laughs) No, I just, cause it's funny. I'm just like, what are the chances of all the people in there that I got paired up with him? But I also am a huge Survivor fan. So like I, he's like one of my idols. I'm not even kidding. Like I watched, I watched his season. Yeah. I saw him at the airport. I really said, not Tyson here. (laughs) crazy so I was like it was like a bittersweet moment you yeah know? that's cool okay yeah. you guys win the daily you got to go over who's gonna go and who do you not want to lose at at this point like who are you working closely with to help you decide what's best for your game are you working closely with Tyson because he's your partner or do you have other people you're working with and you're like this is my chance to make a move for me or what, what was your what was going through your head um, at this point in the game, obviously, like, Love Island was very close because, like, when I tell you, I have not seen Big Brother. I don't know anything about y'all, but I just know you guys are, like, beasts, okay? I know you guys put in that work and, like, social game aspects and, like, all of that. So I haven't, I haven't, like, talked to a lot of you guys, right? So I'm just very close with my Love Island crew right now and, like, obviously Tyson because we have to, like, deliberate and communicate and, like, see what he wants to do, what I want to do. He's obviously not trying to send Survivor home. I'm not trying to send Love Island home. But as you know in the house, it was, like, it was a little awkward with the guys. We didn't know where they stood at all, you know? Like, when it came to – I think Giovanni is, like, really the only one who at that point, like, we knew was with us – But Giovanni left. So now it's like, we don't know where Cinco lies. We don't know where Cashel lies. And like, we even tried talking to the both of them. And they were both kind of just like, yeah, I'm I'm here to do my own. Like, we're just kind of figuring it out. So yeah, (laughs) it was scary because we were like, so they weren't talking game to you guys. And that didn't make you feel comfortable. No, not at all. Mm -hmm. 
No. And and that wasn't even necessarily the reason we went with Cashel and you. But like for me, with when it comes to Cashel, like it was like it was one of those things where I wasn't trying to send him home. But if he went home, it wouldn't be like a loss to us because he wasn't necessarily working with us, you know? A hundred percent. Yeah, I get it. OK, so then yeah. how did you like from my knowledge, it was like Aza and X or Alyssa and Enzo. And then somehow we end up in the arena and I hear, I actually don't even hear you say my name. Cause like, it's a drum roll in my head and I'm like, who are they going to say? Who are they going to say? And then my ears go deaf. And then I heard you say, and Cashel, I said, Oh, that's me. <laughs> no. <laughs> Tiff, that was what so Girl, it was so hard. So for me, I'm like actually trying to think that far back. I don't remember that much that X and Aza, that was his partner that week. I don't remember that much that they were that much of an option. So it was definitely between you guys and between Alyssa and who was it? Enzo. At that point, that's, yeah. So those were our two options. Um, so my my personal decision, like, I'm not going to speak on Tyson or whatever, but he did tell me earlier in the game, I mean, earlier in the day that he had talked to you. And so my thing, you had, you were the only one, Tiff, who didn't speak to me. The only one. And so that was the only reason why that decision for me was like an okay thing, because it was like awkward. At that point, my relationship with all of the Big Brother people was like neutral. It was all the same because I don't know you guys personally. So like, and I was just getting to know all of you guys. So like the way that I felt about all of you guys was exactly the same. Right. And so Alyssa, who I also don't really know, I know her just as well as I know you, she put in work that day. She came up to me. She talked to me a lot. And when it came to you, I was like, I was kind of waiting, but then I knew that you had talked to Tyson. So I was like, well, maybe she doesn't feel like she needs to talk to me because she's already spoken to Tyson. But then talking to everybody else in the house, Tyson was like, listen, I don't want anybody coming for me. I want the least amount of blood. Tiff and I kind of have a good relationship. I told her she's good. But as we're talking to everybody else in the house, everyone's like, if it's Tiff, it's okay. Like they were kind of okay with it. And for me, I was like, it just sucks. It did make it a little bit easier because you hadn't spoken to me that day, you know? Um, Kylan did come to me though and speak to me on your behalf, but that was the only thing that was the only person that like kind of spoke to me about you. Um, and so that was, that was the only thing, girl, you know, we were like sharing stuff in the house. You so know, like, you're right. Really I was like, Justine, I was like, Justine, I if I go, whose eyeliner are you going to have, girl? I was I like, know. I was sharing girl, my coffee with too, you. Let me tell you. I, I was like, I'm, I'm, I, I'm uh, I hope I'm building something in my bank with Justine because I'm giving her my coffee. Mm-hmm. This is organic coffee, girl. This is not Folgers. I'm like, you cannot yeah, get this girl, anywhere. I know. Sis, it, when I tell but, you, like, that was that was hard. So the, for me, I was like, we were definitely bonding, like, in that aspect. But when like it came on a to personal the game, I was like, exactly. Yeah. On a personal relationship, we were definitely getting close. But I was like, this is a game. And people, like, and I've heard Our about gaming. you, girl. Yeah. I've heard about you. You know how to play this game. So like, what you're you saying definitely... is I wasn't gaming. No, Well, you weren't gaming with me. But see, that's like, you the weren't, thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everybody accuses me of gaming. But 
in this situation, I really do fall. There were a lot of factors that went into me going home. But when I hold my own self accountable for any of it, it's me not gaming in the way of like coming to you. Like you said, I did not. I didn't come to you. And I always go back to that day. There was a lot of things going on. I felt I really felt that I was in trouble. And I really did. You I really? was. I did. I just have a. I always know when I'm in trouble. I was in trouble as a kid a lot. And I can just feel the storm. I feel the energy in the room. I know. I know when it's me. Mm. And so I'm like, um, I, I just didn't feel comfortable. I'll say that. I was injured. My ankle hurt. And all I was thinking about was mm. I was thinking about my long-term game. I was thinking about the relationships I had or thought I had in the house. And then I was thinking about the relationships I, di- I did not really have and how could I build them. And if I really could build them, because there's such a short amount of time to build trust right. and relationship and closeness. Um, and then I was thinking, like, I'm injured. I'm hurt. Uh, do I actually really want to be here? You know, like, what is this going to look like for me? Am I going to get am I going to get a worse injury? When it came down to talking to you, I didn't talk to you. I was like, I don't know what to say to Justine because I didn't really feel in danger until that day. Then I talked to Tyson and I'm like, maybe Tyson has more control over this and maybe she'll go with what he says. And he said that I'm okay. Do I talk to her? How do I talk to her? I don't feel like we've talked any game and I just do feel like I can't get in with her the way she already has a relationship with other people. So what can I even really say to get me to stay here. And I didn't feel like I was that strong of a player where I could offer you something like you were, you actively had positive relationships with people. So it's like, I honestly, I did not know what to say. And I didn't feel that anything I said would have made a difference. So I was like, I'm about to take this Tylenol, ice my ankle, and I'm going to go lay down and I'm going to see what happens. And I'm not surprised. I wasn't surprised when I heard my name, Cause I did feel the energy. I can read the room, but okay. So I end up, I end up in there and I'm like, I know I cannot cycle with a bad ankle with a good ankle. <laughs> but, but you know it, what? At least, at least, yeah, at least you were, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, no, good. wait, just to backtrack a little bit. I do yeah. want to say, I think if we had had a conversation, I think it definitely would have made a difference played well, you a, told played me a that. part in my decision for sure I because knew. so sorry I know that like I know that a, a lot of like I don't want to get into it I don't want to speak yeah. for anybody else but I yeah. know that like when it comes to Love Island people were thinking that it was like personal whatever mm-hmm. but for me I went into that game like knowing Love Island is definitely already like underdogs. We're not taken seriously. So I was like, I do not want to be associated with like not being taken seriously. That's not something yeah. I'm trying to be like in the challenge. You wanted to make a and bold so move. And so I was, I no, it's not even a bold move. I like for me, when you didn't talk to me, one, I took that as, okay, maybe she's, so to hear you say that like you were, I don't know, like you didn't, you were surprised or whatever. I was like, well, maybe she feels comfortable and that's why she's not talking to me. And then two, you not talking to me also made me feel like, well, and you did admit it just now, you said, well, maybe Tyson is the one running things. And that's also what I didn't want people in the house to think that like, you know, when you win a challenge, like both of you have power. So I didn't want people thinking that 
Tyson's like the only one like running this decision. You know what I mean? And so I was like, I would love it if people would take me seriously in here, not only in challenges, but like, you know, in decisions and like game plan stuff. So that was also like the other thing for me. But if you had spoken to me, definitely would have made a difference because we were bonding in there. Alyssa, she put in work in the game. And for me, the only reason I kept her safe was for that reason. It, it would have been her though, just because I was like, I don't have a relationship with you. I know you're just talking to me to keep yourself safe for this week. But like, I know that you're, you're making me promises right now. I don't even know how much I can like take from that because like things change every single day. You could just be saying this because you're like on the chopping block this week with you. I had a personal relationship. So like there was personal. And if you had talked to me, I would have been like, okay, I, I got to keep tip here. But also, you were having so much power in this game, and it was Get not out. like with who, girl. Had, girl wow, everybody yes, wanted were. me gone. How do you have power when every single person is what? okay with you leaving? That okay. No, what no, power so did I, I have? That that the was power to do why. what? What power did so, I have? So again, I didn't watch your season of Big Brother, but so from you what just I was hearing from the things. people who were on your season, I heard, no, well, I heard things about your season and like, you killed it. Okay. Like you were able to just, you know what I mean? And so I admire that. And then just to hear other people from your season, other people in the house, just be like, this is how Tiff moves. Like she's very like, she's able to just like draw you in and like you want to work with her. You know what I mean? So that was, that was what I, that was what I meant. And then for our two Love Island guys who weren't with us and like Cashel was slowly moving over to the other side. Right. Come on over to the Um, side. (laughs) Right. With Cinco, we didn't really know, like he was talking to everyone really at this point, but like we knew where he stood with Love Island. It was very difficult for him at that point to like w- trust us or like work with us. So it did seem like he w- he was also going to the other side. So we were like, oh God. So that was the only thing too that I peeped with you. I was like, she is able to, because I was like, and I just know if she talks to me, I'm about to be one of those people that's like, I think I want to work with Tiff. You know what I mean? Aww. So you have that power. I and like take that as a compliment. To you. I, I I do take that yeah. as a compliment, Justine. I really enjoyed our relationship in the house. I, you were one of the only people I like you and Kira. Selly left so soon I didn't get to mm-hmm. know how she truly felt about me personally. I am a personal person. Like I'm not really trying to game. I just am being myself and I'm playing a game at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I really actually have to personally like somebody to work with them. Cause I don't know how to, um, I said, now I, you're not liking me. <laughs> so, right. So, so I really, I liked you personally and I'm like, well, but I do know that there are people who can separate personal and game. And right. so I'm like, well, on a personal level, me and Justine seem to be vibing, but on a game mm-hmm. level, I feel like, she don't fuck with me. <laughs> so I no. should have. But I just, you know, it's so much going on and it's hard to get to know 20 other people in in one week. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you are trying to assess all these different personalities. It's um it's a it's a lot going on. You're trying to figure out which how you want to move with what. We've got these pairs. I do think that one of my biggest mistakes was not having a conversation with you about game moving forward. Um, I should have not 
assumed that you would not be receptive or open to working with me. But I did. I just was like, mm, she don't, she ain't. She ain't fucking with me. She's not working with me. She got a whole thing set up over there. But then when I saw you in L.A., because honestly, I said none of these women like me on a personal level. That's exactly how I left feeling. I actually came really? home. Oh, I came home and I've never been in that type of emotional state. I, um, I, I was very reclusive from everybody for like at least a week, two weeks. I didn't talk to anybody. I just felt really confused about re relationships and who really likes me on a personal level. Those things matter to me because that's how I live my real life. I don't live my real life in a game. So I need to know. I was like, I feel that people that I think, think are my real friends or that I'm close to that I genuinely care about, like really don't care about me. Um, and mm -hmm. so... My thought was none of those women in that house like me. So when I saw you in L.A. at the Challenge All-Star Party and you were like Tiff and I was like, who the fuck? Who is Tiff? And I was like, oh, Tiff, me. <laughs> like, oh, me. You said, who are you talking to? Yeah, who? <laughs> and um, and then we got to talk a little bit and you shared some of that with me. And I was like, I did not know that. And I'm usually a very intuitive person. I can usually tell when somebody likes me and when they don't. Girl, we was using the same eyeliner. I said, she better like me. But. <laughs> <laughs> I did. That's what I'm but, saying. But yeah, you're right. I did not. A couple. You made very valid points on. I don't want anyone to think that I didn't come here to play, and that I and that I'm going to let someone else play my game. And I really wasn't viewing you as a weak player. I just was really hoping Tyson would do would do the work for me. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to talk to and her. He, and honestly, on on Tyson's behalf, he. Yeah. He did feel he did feel bad because like when we were having that conversation, I think they showed it. Yeah, when you scene laughed, where they were like, "Oh, your first blindside, girl." <laughs> when I said, you, you know editing. Me. You know editing. She said that mm -hmm, scene where me and sorry, him are on the her. couch. <laughs> no, sucks. When sucks we were to on be the couch, <laughs> I said, "At least it ain't me." <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. But like when we were on the couch, Tyson was like. I feel really, really bad because I've been telling Tiff all day that she was good. And when and me and him checked in with each other a few times in that day. And so several times in that day, it was not you. And like for me in that day, I was like, well, maybe she'll come talk to me. Alyssa was coming up and talking to me like a lot. Um, and then it was it was them. It was Alyssa for majority of the day. That's and then good. That towards honestly the end of the day, she felt so bad because Yeah, and he was like Tyson was like, I just feel so bad because I've literally been telling her. And so that blindside conversation, that was because of that, because he was telling you all day that you were good. And I was like, well, I don't feel like I'm blindsiding anyone because you didn't talk to me that day. Yeah. So I was and like, I wouldn't be going back on anything that 100%. I said to you. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So that laughing, I don't know what I was We're laughing at, but it was not that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't that particular, like. Thing that yeah, he editing said, editing you know is what I something mean? else. We're not even going to talk about editing. Editing be like that. It'd be <laughs> like that. And production will have two whole examples for a hundred days, and they will make those two whole examples be the story. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not even going to lie. Like there was, there's a part where, um, like, I did view Tyson as a mentor, obviously because I watched his season, mm -hmm. um, and like look up to him. You know, different things about not all things about Tyson. Because let's be real, Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah. So, but like you were also one of those people, like as a black woman, somebody who played your season really, really well. Like I admired you and I felt like I could learn a lot from you as well. It just like, obviously it was unfortunate that, you know, you, you went home sooner, but I definitely do think like I was in there not only to play, but also to learn from people who are good at this type of thing. And like, that's you, that's Tyson, that's Sarah, like b- people who've done this before. You know what I that's mean? So That's great that you have that type of insight to say, I want to work with people that can help enhance my game um, that I can mm. learn from just in life general. I really appreciate you um, giving me that accolade. That was nice. Queen. Yeah, you. girl, you deserve that. Oh, that's sweet. I, you know, (laughs) it was definitely an experience for me. I wasn't, I'm not like such a physical person. I walked in there and was like, oh, these women are fit. They can yeah, use play. your strengths to your they advantage. Already, well, I got kicked out. And you out. did that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. It's like you were using your strengths to your advantage, which was your social game. And like, unfortunately, like it just sucks that you went in there with a lot of people who you played with in your season. I think if you went, if a lot of Big Brother people weren't from your season or maybe didn't even watch your season, you would have definitely gone far. It's just that, like, talking to everyone in the house, they were like. You know, they were kind of telling yeah, us they like were throwing how me things under the went, bus, so. huh? They were throwing and I'm not me even right trying under to there. throw any of them under the bus. Right no, now, I, I like, mean that's just that's strategy. I mean, everybody went. will come. Everybody will that come did. and say that's strategy. So it's not even throwing them under the bus. If they wanted me out and they were able to paint that target on me that I am this threat, I just honestly social game. I get it, but I don't feel that. I was standing in the way of anyone's $500,000, maybe the guys, because we were being paired together. And I could totally understand a guy being like, I don't know, she's injured. She's not the strongest. Maybe I don't want to be paired with her as a weaker player when there's other women I could be paired with. But as far as the women go, I'm like, you should keep me to the end because I'm somebody who you can beat in the final. Like, why wouldn't you want to have me? Like, I'm not standing in the way of your 500000 You always got me around for a good Paul Russell and Hall brawl just to think you could take me out. But, you know, and not you personally, but that was my thing about everybody. Like, y'all better get out Sarah. I'm not trying to do nothing with her. Can we please get her out of here? Listen. But, <laughs> so, so... You know, that that is interesting. I am glad that we were able to have this conversation because it takes it it takes that uncomfortability I had of it being like a totally personal game to actually you were you were playing your game and your reasoning absolutely makes sense. When you're looking for someone to go into uh, elimination, you're looking for someone who is not working with you. And if somebody does not share any insight or come to you and talk to you, that right there is a clear indication of that person does not mind being your target because they're you may be theirs. So I get it now that that had a, a definitely an effect on your decision to put me in or not. Girl, and I still like, I really do like feel, no, I do feel bad. I really do feel bad about it because I was like, ugh. We were really in there, like, getting along, you know? So that was definitely, like, a difficult one. And I don't – I just didn't want anybody to to think that. And, like, even just to run into you in L.A., like, obviously I'm thinking, like, everything is fine because I was like, no, me and you had that relationship in the house. Like, we were cool. Like, I did not even think 
that you were like, and that's maybe that's just stupid of me. I really genuinely didn't think that you were like upset, you know? <laughs> no. And I and I wasn't upset. I'll tell you how I left feeling kind of. I was like, well, I know Love Island doesn't like me. And I think that they're a very close knit group. And I thought that coming in, I could tell from the airplane ride from from customs that Love Island was really close. And I said, well, they don't really like me. I feel that the first opportunity any Love Islander gets to get rid of somebody because all of you seem to be building relationships with everybody in the house but not me. I said, I will be the easier target for them to get out to not get any blood on their hands. So I was like, the, girl, the what you mean? Our cow. beds were next to each other. Like when I go so back I and I think about on- it, hindsight is 2020. When I go back and I think about it, I said, well, Justine did sleep on my side. <laughs> and, you know, but, but, in this game and in this in this community that we live in and when we go in these situations and we play these games, when you don't know somebody, that was our first time meeting us playing this game together. I had to realize that everybody is not like me. Like, I'm a real person. Either I fuck with you or I don't. I don't play the middle. So I'm not the type to be like, oh, girl, let me see this. Let me see that if I'm not really feeling you. Um, and so <clears throat> I guess I'm like, thinking when I when all of this is going on like are these who in here is real and who is fake and trying to assess the real and the fake you 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 don't have a lot of time to do that when there are so many people and so I left feeling like everybody fake except I I said they all fake I don't even so I say I'm saying that because I felt like we were building a personal relationship but at the same time I'm like I know I'm genuine like I liked you because you won't just see me kicking it with people. Not that I was not feeling anybody in the house, but it I I don't even think I, I wanted to game like sit and have false conversations about nothing with someone so that they can feel that we are close and building. And so they won't. I'm just like, hey, I'm here. And I know what I bring and I'm going to see what you bring. And if we can work together, it's cool. But I'm not going to have no fake relationships in here just to stay. If you don't like me, send me home. I, I like home. You said I'm comfortable there. <laughs> yes, I'm, I know where home is. But so, yeah, so when you say you saw me and you were like, you didn't know I was upset I, or mad. I never was mad or I never was upset. But I was just like, I don't know who is real with me, who really genuinely feels like, oh, I'm cool with Tiff or who was like, yeah, I was just smiling at you, girl, but I was so ready for you to go. Mm. And that's the thing. You just don't know. And when you meet people, these things really, these games, people don't understand like the psychological things that people go through when you go in and you play a game. And I don't know how it was for you on Love Island, but Big Brother is such a mentally stimulating game. And I had just been in there in that game for, uh, we were 86 days we're playing this game. And you come out and it's only six months later or however many. It definitely wasn't a year. My brain has not gotten back to the healthy place it was before I played Big Brother. So you go into another chaotic, mentally stimulated environment with even more people and more chaos and and more anxiety because you're doing We were doing dangerous things. Okay, (laughs) those aren't things that you just do in your everyday how did you or how were you able to transition 
to from playing or thinking about a game like Love Island to being on the challenge was was is that your type of which one is your speed but you won love island so we know that's you that's your game but like (laughs) the challenge Um, how were you able to to bring whatever you brought or leave that behind well so the thing is like love island is it wasn't a game you know what i mean like we were in there just like you know and like i think some people can look at it look at it that way because there is money at the way at the end or whatever and you're trying to just finesse your way to the end but it's like I generally was there for love and I think a lot of people are I mean unless you know there are the few that are like no nah, I'm here to mm-hmm. win some money whatever but mm-hmm. so I didn't necessarily have anything from Love Island to like bring except for my social game and like that's that's like just I guess you know if you're good with people you just have that you know what I mean mm-hmm. um but, like, as somebody who grew up watching Survivor, like, girl, I used to apply for Survivor. I used to try to, like, go on there because, like, that – these, like, competition stuff is, like, more my speed. Like, so to okay. answer that, like, the fact that I ended up on Love Island f- was shocking to me. Like, okay. I always thought, like – You I are a Survivor, like, girl. Girl, you can be out there and, girl, and with nothing. not anymore. Oh. <laughs> I said not we anymore. I said back in the day I was out – listen – I refuse to be out there starving for what? I really used to think I could do this. No. Um, but basically, like, I grew up watching The Challenge, Survivor. I used to want to be on Fear Factor. Like, I love competition shows because, like, I get it. I, like, I love to be active and physical, yes. you know? Yeah. Um, and so as somebody who's, like, watched that and then understanding that Big Brother is also a social game, it's, like, mental and all of that. So I was like, I, I know these people are here to play. And, like, the one thing I've learned... I learned in that was um, something from Danny. He was like, listen, at the end of the day, shows like this, like, yes, you are building relationships with pe- with people. But at the end of the day, this is a game. Like, no matter what relationships you build with people, it is a game. Like, you could be best friends with somebody. You can't take that shit personally if your best friend then sends you home, you know? So that's what I took from, from him, like, very, very early on in the game. And that's why I was like, I'm not going to take anything personal in here. I'm just going to stay on my toes no matter what relationship, you know, if a Love Islander like does what they have to do to advance themselves. Yes. As you should, there's money at the end of this. Like, you know what I mean? If it comes down to me or you, yes, we're in an alliance, we're working together, but it's like, it should always be you. You know what I mean? Like, don't ever put anybody else above you because at the end of the day, this is a game. So like, that was, that was one thing I learned early on. Um, and then bringing just like my social I guess, strengths into the game, um, trying to learn what I could from Tyson, trying to learn what I could from Sarah even, because I watched hers. I was trying to take a little bit of what you were doing in there. I said, you know what I mean? Just like the, I was in there learning. I love just lo- taking I every single that. day by day. <laughs> let me just, let me just say this to you. You are a phenomenal young woman. I love the insight and the wisdom <laughs> I, I do. I'm I'm listening to you and it gives me goosebumps. You are a beautiful woman. Very, very smart. It's very wise mm-hmm. of you to know that I these are people that I can learn from. And you came in to 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 get something and you remember those things and you took them and you applied them. And yes, it is a game, but you were actually being an active student in the game with teachers that you respected and you were taking those words that they were giving you and you were applying it. I am just so glad that I got to meet you in the game. I am so glad that if 
anybody in there, any woman could take me out. I am so glad that it was you. And I'm and I mean that only because because of honestly, and I say that and I only just felt that really like right now because of of the way I see how you came into play, the person that I see that you are, you speak so well, you have so much desire to learn. And I come from a family of teachers and I just really respect growth. And I see you going very, very far. You, um, it's whoever you raised you, wherever you come from, they did a phenomenal job, not wherever, but like, you know, all of us weren't raised by mom no, and dad. No, that was so sweet. No, <clears throat> no I, my, I just my parents really will that. hear that I'm doing. I, yeah. I'm so and I can tell I can tell because the way you carried yourself in the house, um, it's it's kind of reserved, but you let your personality show a little bit. But now I know you were always thinking and as a strategist, people call me a strategist. I'm just a thinker. I respect people who thinking you're thinking so much further ahead. And so I love that it, it was it was I love the way. You went about taking me out. I loved your reasons and your logic behind it. It was it's every game move that I would say a game player should consider when they are put, when they're going for their target. I love how you surrounded yourself with people who you already respected. They have wonderful gameplay and you're not you are so mature. It's I love I don't know what happens. I don't know what happens when I'm gone, but I am really looking forward to see how your game plays out. I'm looking to see how you grow. I hope that you continue to do whatever it is you have desired to do because you just are on your way and the the direction that you're going and the path that you're taking and the way that you're looking to get there is everything that makes you a star. It's everything that makes you successful. It's everything that lets karma come back to you to give you because you're seeking the right things and you're going about it the right way so my head is off to you queen i just i, I love that we had this conversation and i'm so proud of you i'm so proud oh, of you. thank you that was that is literally so sweet thank you so much and like i still i still feel so bad and even though you're like giving me all this credit no. for that but like i do like i want to say i'm sorry i'm sorry that no. it was it was you that vote and like no, like you I, owe do, me I no do apology. Feel bad about it. it was it was great gameplay. You played your game, and that's why I wanted to have you here t- with me today because I wanted people who watched the challenge to be able to see your insight into what happened and how I ended up there. Because there's all of these narratives, and there's all of these edits, and everybody has an opinion as to what they think happened, but. I was in there essentially because you and Tyson won the daily and had to choose someone and hearing mm-hmm. the reason for your choosing myself in Cashel is total respect to you for that because I don't see anything wrong with it. And I'm the one who went in. <laughs> so I respect it. I thank you for coming. Do you have any final words you want to give to of our course. listeners before no, you want to tell them how to find you? <laughs> Um, I will say, um, I wish they showed me in there being like, listen, the only reason it was Tiff was because she's, she's a badass. Like that really is like what it comes down to. So if anything, like I hope to get to play with you again and like, hopefully things can play out a little bit differently and I can, you know, just continue to work with you. So Girl, you got, I you love got you it. and I'm so excited to too. see you when you come to LA. 
I'm I'm there. I'm flying out tonight. Now, tell our fans how they can find you. Tell our listeners how they can get um, how they can find you. You can find me on all platforms at Justine Joy three one two, and I do have a YouTube channel, Justine Diva, and yeah, that's it. Catch Justine. She's doing many things. I love, love, love to see you dance, girl. I see those TikToks. You got the moves. Justine, you are just so talented. You are going way ahead of this world. And I cannot wait. You got a follower. I'm I'm looking to see what you're doing in the future. I'm coming to see you in L.A. Throw me on TikTok. Now, I can't dance, but. (laughs) Girl, no, we're about to hit a dance. I know they would love to see you dance. They would love to laugh yes. at me. <laughs> All right. Well, no, thanks, Justine, for coming dance. out. Have fun at the beach or have fun with your day. Thanks for your time, Queen. Thank Salute you. to you. Of course. Bye, Tiff. See you soon. Bye. Okay. Bye. Okay. That was such a phenomenal experience for me to be able to talk to Justine uh, and get a real perspective of where she was in her mind with placing uh, Cashel and myself into the elimination ring. Uh, She is such a great young lady. I learned a lot just in this conversation with her. I um, had no idea that that's where her mind was. And that's why when you play these games, it is good to build relationships and have conversations with people, not just about game, but um, about their mindset. It'll help you see how you need to proceed forward. And had I talked with her, I would have definitely um, worked closely with her because I would have felt more comfortable, hopefully, in that environment. Honestly, you never know. But she seems very genuine, and I just do connect with genuine people. And I wish that Justine and I would have had a chance or an opportunity. We had the opportunity, but I wish I would have given it more of a chance for her and I to talk uh, in the house, in the game. And who knows? Maybe I would have still been there. Um, but however, you guys come here for a big brother as well. And I don't want to leave my big brother family out. So we have to discuss where I left off last week. Um, we were going into elimination. I'm sorry. We were going to the eviction. Uh, and so let's catch up on that so I can fill you in on what's been going on on the live feeds. All right, guys. So last episode, um, we, we watched the live ceremony and we were waiting a long time to see if Julie was going to fill us in and what she was going to fill us in with, with what was going on. We had Taylor and Terrence on the block, but then we also had a situation where we knew Paloma was no longer in the house and we kind of figured that she was no longer in the game. And Julie did come on to let us know that she had self evicted. Now, let me just say this. I have been watching the live feeds. Of course I am on Twitter and I'm seeing um, people's opinions and I'm, I'm watching for myself, but I also play the game myself and I will say I am older with a lot of experiences and I do mean a lot of experiences, not just due to my age. Um, I don't have a very traditional life. I never have. I've never lived very normally. And those are things that maybe as you guys follow me, we'll get into. But I have a lot of experiences that I felt prepared me to go into that house that nothing can break me because nothing has um, because of my experiences. So. When I see someone go in there or just me knowing how it is to be in there, even me and all of my experiences, my wisdom and everything, I know how being in such a, a, a pot of emotion and 
cameras and stress and uncomfortability, I know what that can do. It can play. It can. You're playing a game against your mind. Your mind can start playing tricks on you. It's a lot to take. So her Paloma may be having too much um, on her mentally to be able to stay in the game comfortably, healthily, and her deciding or however what powers decided that it would be best for her to not be there. I completely understand that because it's a lot for one to take and she's way younger than me and I don't know her experiences or what had prepared her for that. And she was gaming very hard and some, and then at some point you kind of get scared and paranoid and you're like, uh, is the, is what I'm doing working and is someone targeting me? But anyway, Paloma ends up leaving the game and I just wanted to touch on how I felt about that because I'm hoping the best for her. Just, I just wish the best for everybody. Um, everyone has their cross to bear. Karma comes back to everyone, good and bad. That's just what karma is. Karma doesn't mean bad. Just karma means your energy that you're putting out coming right back to you. Um, but I just wanted to put that out there about um, the mental aspect of the heaviness that goes into the game. So by Paloma leaving, that messed up the production's backstage twist. And it just so happened that they didn't have an elimination this week and that Taylor and Terrence were both on the block. They ended up being safe and were not eliminated. They, they, they weren't evicted from the game. So that kind of gave them a reset in their game. And I know we were all expecting that maybe Taylor would be gone, but luckily for her, and I guess luckily for Terrence, they both have an opportunity in this game to keep playing. So we go into the live HOH competition and they have um, the team there. You're battling against uh, someone else and whoever makes it across this beam fastest is in the running for the next HOH competition. And, um, and whoever doesn't is going backstage. So we know now from the live feeds that Jasmine ended up winning the second part of the HOH. Well, um, that's interesting. I, I wasn't expecting that, but it happened nonetheless. And we all know that Jasmine does not really have the greatest relationship or um, dis or like for Taylor. So it's not surprising that she is looking to nominate Taylor. Um, but she also needs someone to put next to her. And so Pooch decides to volunteer. And we're very thankful for that. We always, as a game player, love a volunteer because you just don't know how this will go. If you are that far advanced in the game where you have relationships that you trust and you will volunteer to go on the block, I am very impressed by you because I'll tell you, our double eviction when we still had Alyssa in the house and someone had to sit next to her on the block, everyone is looking around like who's going to volunteer to go up. And I'm just like, yeah, that's interesting. Who is going to volunteer to go up? And Kai actually looks at me and Aza and he is upset. And I'm trying to figure out why is he so mad? He says, I think the two people who have never been nominated should go on the block. And I'm like, wow, that's interesting. Aza? neither one of us had any no plan at all and I felt fully safe with my alliance that I could sit next to Alyssa and not go home now I feel different but in that moment I still wasn't gonna do it however I digress in this game Pooch has decided that he's gonna volunteer to go on the block and that actually ends up with the house saying wow we can get Pooch on the block Jasmine nominates Taylor and Pooch 
pooch who's feeling very safe. He's trying to do a good service. He's trying to show people he's with them. They can trust him. This is his sacrifice to 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 the group. Well, he kind of talks a lot and he kind of feels a little safe and people are just not really that comfortable about keeping a target such as him in the house or a threat. I'll say I take that back, not keeping a target, but keeping a threat in the house when they feel that they can get Taylor out at any time. So Pooch has started getting paranoid and now he's starting to feel that. Maybe it wasn't a good idea for him to volunteer. And could he actually be in jeopardy of going home? Because everyone seems to feel that if Taylor is on the block, then they are 100 percent safe. I don't know how people can actually make that assumption, because for me as a game player, if I feel that I am a threat to anyone, I always want a greater threat there over me. So I would want to keep Taylor as the house target as long as I could, because as long as they're targeting her, they're not targeting me. So Jasmine's decision, I kind of get put Taylor up because that she, that's a house thing. She's not going to create any bad blood on her hands for doing that. But Pooch, I don't understand the volunteering. Anyhow, Pooch volunteers to go up. They've got a veto comp to play. And lo and behold, here comes Michael, Vito King. Michael has won his second back-to-back, the second veto of the season. He's won it again. Um, He now has this power. I know if they're thinking, using these thinking caps, they have to be viewing Michael as a threat. He definitely knows this game. I I had heard no one had watched live feeds, but then somebody on Twitter kind of corrected me and they're like, no, Michael definitely watches the live feeds. I think, um, I think Amira watches the or Alyssa, somebody else does watch live feeds, but I do believe that Michael is on his game and I think he's playing the game. He won the veto and he can, if he decides to use this veto, he can save Taylor and If I were Michael, I would be finding a way to allow Jasmine to make the decision on her own that I should use the veto to pull Taylor off and maybe put up two big threats in the house. And I would if I was Michael, I would just take Taylor with me because she has nobody else in this game. I truly feel like you need at least And not even just in this game, in life, period, you need one person to trust. You need one person on your side. You need one person to believe in you. You need just one person to work with you. You need one person that you can work with. And I don't know who Michael thinks he has. I know he knows Taylor's on the outs, but I would pick her up personally. Um, So the back door would be essentially Monty. Um, Pooch wants Monty to go up. He's like, if Monty goes up next to me, if they're thinking of pulling Taylor down, I would rather sit next to Monty. Monty's a way bigger threat than me. Uh, Michael wants Monty on the block. I really believe that he wants to pull Taylor down or they are definitely good with sending Pooch out and keeping Taylor in the house. 
I am not understanding how Taylor's a threat to, well, I take that back. I definitely know how Taylor's a threat to their game, but not in the way that they're portraying her to be the threat. Maybe they're recognizing that they don't want to compete against her um, because she came very close in that first part of the HOH that we saw. And I'm not sure what the second part of the HOH is, but she is ready to play. It's something about being on that block and making it off that lights a fire. Now I don't know about the making it off part, but I've seen it happen time and time again where people are nominated and that fear is gone. You are always scared of the block. you got a fear of being on the block. But once you get on the block, it's like, I don't have anything to lose at this point. I've got to get out there and I've got to play my game. And it seems like even though maybe her social game is still not where hmm, the house appreciates it, her physical game, her competitiveness, when it comes to her playing these competitions, she's bringing it. She's bringing her A game. And even as far as her social game goes, she's really trying to get in with these girls. She's bringing face masks to them. She's she's helping Jasmine. Jasmine hurt her ankle. She's on a scooter. She's got crutches. She looks like Christmas 2.0. She's using it to her advantage. She's got people cooking for her, bringing her stuff. I don't know if they're helping her with showers, but it's really giving dramatic. But I mean, maybe this is working for her. Um, Anyhow, we've got uh, Daniel... um, totally bashing uh, Taylor in, in everything. And it's really interesting, the position that Daniel is in. I wanted to bring this up when I went back to um, the first, this episode, but I'll bring it right now. Daniel is in the position where he was HOH and nominated three people, um, Terrence, Michael, and Taylor, all of whom are still in the house and in the game. And I'm not so sure of how Dan- what Daniel's strategy is and if he's even playing his own game or if he's playing Nicole's game. But it has to be very scary to know that the three people that you targeted are still in the house and one of them is winning competition after competition. And the other one, hopefully they line up together, which is Taylor and Michael and Taylor can work together. Um, it's interesting now because I was just watching earlier and Nicole finally confided in Daniel, who is her number one. It's really giving um, Tadric and Misha, but I digress. That, that Taylor, N- Nicole is giving Daniel her background. She's confided in him that she is a cop. He was opening up to her about his brother's, um, the passing of his brother and however, you know, he was, he was opening up to her about that. And she decided to confide in him that she's a cop. And I think to me that it is a mistake. I would not want you to know that I have this background of To me, when you're in like law enforcement or you're in um, an area where you have this um, power, it would make me feel like that's where you're comfortable. You're used to doing that. When people are entrepreneurs, I didn't want to tell anybody I was an entrepreneur because it makes you feel like I can control people because essentially when you're an entrepreneur and you have people working for you and you're, you're telling them what to do, you have to be skilled in delegation and getting people to like you in order to want them to come back every day. So her saying like she her divulging that if I was Daniel, I would have been like, Oh my God, I like that. I'm working with her, but she's probably been 
like working on me this entire time. I'd be thinking about what I told her about myself. He's an Elvis impersonator, Elvis impersonator cop. I I mean, one of them's giving game, <laughs> one of them's getting gamed. That's just where I am with it. Now, going into our next episode for uh, Big Brother, we have uh, Taylor is still on the block next to Pooch. Pooch has been kind of spiraling out of control with paranoia. Taylor is really chilling, sitting back. No one still seems to want to like her as a person, play the game with her, maybe with the exception of Michael. And... um he has he has the veto. And so if Taylor sits back and lets Pooch spiral out of control and Monty, it becomes a target and he ends up on the block. I think that we could really change this game. And as long as people keep saying we can always get Taylor out, maybe Taylor will just end up finding herself at the end of this game. Who knows? Um, everybody's being, you know, I can't even tell you what alliances are in the house. Honestly, I was I, I see everybody peering up. I don't know what the alliances are because they change all the time, but it doesn't even matter. They're going to just play this hurt mentality game and go with the house. But it does seem to be breaking apart. I am lo- looking forward to seeing what happens with this veto. If Michael uses it or if he does not, or he could use the veto and still keep Taylor on the block and pull Pooch down as to not show his cards that he's working with Taylor. And maybe Jasmine will nominate Monty and Monty will go because I think that everyone in the house views him as a threat to their game. And they probably see Taylor as we can get her out later. Right now, the only thing that's keeping Taylor from being like the target with the girls and Daniel is they're using her as a vote for them. They're feeling that she's with them enough to vote the way they would, they want her to vote. And as long as she gives them that comfortability, they'll keep her as a number because numbers are where it is. Other than that, they really have no desire to work with her for the long run. And they assume that they can get rid of her later, but her having that ability to make them feel comfortable enough to be a number Hopefully it keeps her safe for her game and whoever sits next to her is the target to go home, which right now it looks like it's either Pooch because he's next to her or Monty. We shall find out, guys. Remember to tune in next week, um, Wednesday, this week, next week, one of these days. (laughs) I will be back on Wednesday. We'll talk more about what has happened on Big Brother. You can find me here on Mondays talking about the challenge in Big Brother and Wednesdays uh, talking about the Big Brother live feeds. Also remember to follow me on Twitter at Absolutely Tiff and on Instagram at Absolutely Gorgeous 100. They will not let me change my handle. But you can always find me here on the Winter Circle on Monday and Wednesday. Love you guys. Remember, share, like, subscribe, comment below.